God's grace, peace, and mercy be with you on this fourth Sunday in Advent through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Do you like movies and books with surprise endings? Yeah? You know, an ending to the story that you never expected? I like them. My favorite movie of all time has a surprise ending. Think about your favorite. There's different kinds of surprise endings, aren't there? Now, before I mention what some of those are, I have to warn you, this is a spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear how these movies end, then plug your ears for the next few minutes because I'm going to reveal some surprise endings to set the stage for our text this morning. I figure if you haven't seen these movies by now, you deserve to have them spoiled for you. Well, first you have the uh, conspiracy twist surprise ending where everything that's happened is what somebody intended from the start. For example, The Sting with Robert Redford and Paul Newman. For two hours, you go along with these guys, these gamblers and con artists, believing the FBI is on their tail and they're going to bust them at any minute. But in the final showdown, you learn that you, the audience member, have been duped the whole time because the bad guys were working for the FBI all along as part of a sting operation. Then there's the unexpected bad guy surprise ending. This is the basic whodunit story. You know, it was the butler all along, right? Agatha Christie did a brilliant job with this twist with Murder on the Orient Express, where it's revealed all 13 suspects on the train killed the victim. Or how about the ever-popular and overused It Was All a Dream surprise ending? No film does this better than the 1930s classic The Wizard of Oz because the dream actually contributes to Dorothy's character development and teaches you, the audience member, a positive lesson about the meaning of home and loved ones. Another popular, more modern surprise ending is the experiences, delusions alongside the narrator surprise ending, as in Fight Club, where you realize at the end you've been along for the ride in someone else's multiple personality or reality. Then there's the not dead after all, or the she is dead after all surprise ending, such as the very creepy The Others with Nicole Kidman. Or the identity mix-up surprise ending, such as in The Empire Strikes Back. The it's the same person surprise ending as in Psycho. And my favorite surprise ending of all time, Charlton Heston wasn't on A Planet of the Apes. He was actually on Earth the whole time. Surprise endings, yeah? We like them. We're either delighted or horrified by them, but we like them. But I'll never bet you thought of the Christmas story as one with a surprise ending. Maybe mainly because there's no spoiler, right? We know how it ends. And it's really not an end anyways. It's a beginning to a much larger story. After all, Jesus' birth was expected. The prophet Micah, with his words, prepares the way for another David, a better one. This expected king will finally do the job right. 
He'll overthrow all the oppressors of God's people and rule justly and fairly with strength and might. The thing was, at the time, not everyone was expecting the Messiah. If you were a Greek or an Assyrian or a Babylonian, a Canaanite, an Egyptian, an Ethiopian, you weren't expecting a Savior to be born in Bethlehem. If you had heard Micah's prophecy or any other prophets who announced the coming birth of the Savior, you might chalk that news up as limited hope for a certain faraway people troubled by foreign enemies. It's no different today, really. I've been asking this all along during Advent. What do people think about the child in that nativity set as they drive by or see one in a window? or in someone's house. Sadly, many would say the scene represents a limited hope for a faraway ancient people who were once troubled by foreign enemies, a hope that's long since run its course. The birth of Jesus is a long-ago belief sitting on history's bookshelves, which only gives insight to what people used to believe. I dare say even for us Christians, our sinful nature dupes us into buying the lie that some things in the Bible or some things about Jesus only give insight to what people used to believe. Take Jesus' warnings on sexual immorality. Well, people used to believe that stuff. They don't anymore. Jesus says he's the way, he's the door to eternal life. Well, people used to believe that. There's going to be an end of this world and God is going to judge? People used to believe that. On one level, the story of Jesus appears to be just that, a story. He was a promised king. He would conquer enemies and give peace to his kingdom. That all happened, but the world still has wars. People are still oppressed. There's hatred and bigotry and immorality and disasters, and it doesn't look like that's going to change. But here's the surprise. Micah's word ended with the birth of God himself into the world. Not just a baby destined to be a king one day. He's the king, the king of the universe. It's the identity mix-up surprise ending, or, or it's its own surprise ending. I don't really know. You know, it's, it's miraculous. That's what it is. God puts himself into the true life story of human history by becoming human himself and ruling the world like no other king in history. Who would have ever expected that? No wonder Israel couldn't quite grasp the immensity of this promise. They expected a king just not the God of their forefathers. Certainly a surprise ending for them and for us, even as we celebrate his birth for the umpteenth time. God came to save Israel and all nations, all peoples. That's a surprise because the Christian faith isn't just a glimpse into what an ancient people used to believe, but a promise of a much bigger salvation than any we can imagine even today. 
Yes, God did things in history a long time ago, including dying on the cross to atone for our sin and rising to life again on Easter. But those events still work faith and salvation now and will for people who haven't, haven't even been conceived yet in the womb. Are there any surprises left? Well, we may wish there would be. Life seems all too predictable. Even in the church, as much as there is a benefit to the church seasons, which come and go with the calendar-like regularity and the repetition of the readings and the worship and prayers and singing, sometimes even it becomes too predictable. Some people have left the church because they've gotten tired of the same old thing. Even Christmas might seem like old news. Nothing's happened to change things in the world since last Christmas. It's a symptom of the old Adam that remains in us even after baptism. We get tired, bored. We want something new and refreshing. Well, there's another surprise ending on the horizon because the king will arrive again and reveal himself in his full glory for all to see. What kind of surprise ending might that be, you think? Conspiracy twist, maybe? No. Jesus and Satan are not in collusion with one another. Unexpected bad guy? Yes or no? No. (laughs) Certainly not that. Jesus has been on the level with us and humanity the whole time. How about it's all been a dream the whole time? No. You know, this world, heaven, hell are real. It's not going to be the experiencing someone else's delusion or the identity mix-up or it's the same person or he's been dead the whole time, surprise ending. That leaves the... Which one? Oh, come on. Shall I review them all again for you? <laughs> the whodunit. Yeah? Maybe. Maybe the whodunit, surprise ending. God has revealed all the players in His story of salvation and even though you and I were guilty of sin... Being given faith by the Holy Spirit and baptism, you and I are made innocent and get the reward of life forever without any more sin and death. If that's a surprise for you today, then may you be delighted by this surprise. And for those of you who were surprised by this however many long ago, may you be emboldened and reinvigorated by the Holy Spirit to have even more joy in it. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And come back for more tomorrow and on Christmas Day, because I will continue this narrative. Amen.